0: Roleplay Retcon does not own any part of the original versions of movies we retcon, nor are we associated with the artists who make them. And let me level with you guys. Sometimes we're going to say dirty words in this podcast, and that's okay. And maybe you don't want your kids to hear that, and that's okay too. But you as a parent get to make that decision on what they listen to and don't listen to. Thanks, and enjoy the episode.
1: Previously on Roleplay Retcon Does Twilight... Charlie, I don't think you should go. I don't think you should go by yourself.
2: This is crazy. You're going to get yourself killed. You don't know what this guy is capable of. You're both changing the radiator. Uh, he goes, uh, He goes. okay, here's the key to your handcuffs. I'm putting it underneath the welcome mat. Tell Dr. Cullen they're there when he gets here. Well, so I figured I'd go to where, um, where I caught him.
3: Writhing on the floor in agony is Madge. And there... a bite mark on her neck and then uh, you see a very tall very attractive blonde man come out of the John Cooper works this is a man that you recognize as Carlisle Cullen the head surgeon at the hospital Uh, this was left at the at the coffee shop and he holds up a little box so I you know it's got Bradley's name on it so I thought that I would return it to
1: him what's in the box what's
0: in the box what's in the box what's in the box box? um, I, I don't open it here. I walk to the kitchen table.
3: Alright, you set it down on the kitchen table. Yeah. You open the box. Open
0: the lid. Is my address on this box?
3: Yeah, it is. It's it's right there on in Sharpie. Um, it's pretty messy handwriting, and a couple of words are misspelled, but yeah, it's definitely right there on the box. Bradley Swan, your address. And you open the box, and right there inside is a baseball, and it's it's. It's kind of an old-looking baseball. It's kind of faded, a little dirty. But it's definitely just a baseball in the box.
0: I want to take the baseball and I want to rotate it in the box without, like, lifting it up.
3: On the underside of the baseball are the initials BS. Bradley, what's your middle name?
0: Cornelius.
3: Cornelius? We already have a Cornelius. Yeah,
0: you can't do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, I forgot. Copernicus.
3: Copernicus. Copernicus. All right. All right, so the initials BCS in very messy childish handwriting looks like maybe a 3-year-old
1: wrote it.
0: Perhaps a 3-year-old Bradley.
1: Bradley, what is it? It's my first baseball. Oh. Do you remember it is anything coming back
3: to you, Bradley?
0: I was playing outside. I was just a child at the time, but you know, it was so bright outside and I had I had my baseball, my first my first baseball. And that's when he took me right out in the open. Me and my baseball.
1: Do you remember where he took you?
0: I mean, I didn't know the names of places or things. I was just three. All I have is just visions, really.
1: So this box this baseball. It's from Edward Finch, isn't it?
0: It has to be. It's was the last time I had that baseball.
1: Are there any other clues on the box? You can roll investigation. I got it two. I got it. Ooh, jeez! I got a negative two. I got nothing. I noticed that it is a box.
0: It's a fine mahogany.
1: <laughs> no, it's just
3: cardboard. Shit! All right, um, it's an
0: Amazon <laughs> it's a fine box. Fine mahogany-colored cardboard.
3: Okay, yeah, sure, mahogany-colored cardboard. Alex, you kind of. You you take the the baseball out. You turn it over. You look in the bottom of the box. You turn the box over. You don't really see anything. You can tell just by looking at the handwriting though that it does match the handwriting that was on the letter.
0: It's definitely Finch, and he's definitely been following us. If if he left this at the uh, the coffee shop,
1: he's got to be at the harbor with your dad and Madge and Carlisle. I, I'm starting to feel very uneasy about this.
0: Maybe that's exactly what you wanted your dad and my dad to be.
1: You think he's somewhere else? Where do you think he is?
0: I think he might be close.
1: You guys are running through
3: the warehouse toward the back room. You don't hear any screams anymore.
2: I say that. I say like, uh, she was screaming, which was better than not screaming, I think.
3: She was screaming? Did did it look like there was anything wrong with her?
2: She had a couple of, she had a wound on her neck. She's bleeding pretty bad.
3: All right. As soon as you say that, Carlisle just gets ever so slightly faster. He's running he's running pretty fast for a man. I mean, not, like, unreasonably fast, but Carlisle's clearly in some pretty good shape, and he runs ahead of you.
2: Wow, okay. By the way, mm-hmm. um, I... Uh, <laughs> uh, Charlie does not have a crush on this person, because he probably thinks about Madge mostly, but, like, he's definitely, uh, definitely attracted to him.
3: Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so one of the things about Carlisle is that In addition to just being unbelievably attractive, I mean, seriously, this is one good-looking doctor. He is kind, he is compassionate, he has got some charisma, and he also smells pretty nice.
2: He does smell very nice.
3: Yeah. Who knows what it is, but gosh, that man smells good. I will
2: and makes a mental note to like ask him what that is later, but later. <laughs>
3: <laughs> right. So when he starts sprinting ahead of you a little bit, you yeah, you can be a little taken aback, like dang. And also, he's in really good shape. Look at
1: this guy. I'm
2: checking out that butt.
1: Like, is he a dragon field star? I'm
2: probably not. I I'm in the moment, guys.
1: Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you my, can't my help fr- it.
2: My friend might be dying.
3: Yeah, but. Honestly, though, you can't really help it. He's he's definitely it's just, on. It's just right lead.
0: there. It's churning right <laughs> yeah, in front But of you. but but but. But. <laughs> but that but though.
3: But <laughs> all right. So um, he he sprints ahead of you. He gets to the room just before you do, and you come in to see him holding something um a, a rag right up against her neck, and she is still. Panting but much less heavily now. She sees you come in, Charlie, and she she her eyes are darting side to side wildly, but she um she barely gets a hand up off the ground and, and holds it out toward you.
2: I take her hand.
3: Okay. Her her grasp tightens against your hand. She is really clutching your hand. It hurts a little bit. That's okay. She's clearly in a lot of pain.
2: (sighs) I I wanna Doc, how did you know I was here?
3: Oh, my daughter said something about you coming here, so I I thought that I would go ahead and come and make sure you were okay. She seemed a little worried about you. Um but right now right now we really need to address the situation at hand. I'm going to be honest with you, Charlie. This doesn't look good. She has lost a lot of blood, and, um, it's a little bit worse than that. Charlie, I know that you guys are good friends, and I know that this is going to be difficult for you, and he looks you straight into the eyes, and with his gorgeous ocean blue eyes that are as pained as the Tempest sea, and he says, Charlie, you need to leave. I need you to step into the other room at least.
2: Uh, uh, sure. Uh, hey, Madge, Doc here is the best, he's best doctor in the, in the county. In the tri-state I, area. In the tri-state area. Uh, so, I'm gonna leave you with him. It's gonna be fine. I'm gonna be right outside.
1: Carl's eyes are blue? They are, they're blue. Oh. Piercing blue. Oh. She, um, Does he eat fish?
3: (laughs) He does eat fish. (laughs) Oh. She, um... She whimpers a little bit and and squeezes even tighter against your hand.
2: What? Oh. Okay. Hey, it'll be alright. How? Like, she doesn't want me to leave?
3: Um... Give me an empathy roll. A negative one.
2: Uh, plus... Uh, nothing. Because I don't have any empathy, I guess. <laughs> Regular old cop.
3: Just a negative one. Um, you can't really tell. You can't really tell. You can't tell if she's just in an awful lot of pain or if she wants you to stay there with her.
2: Have I, have I ever met Carlisle before?
3: Oh yeah, sure. He's the coroner, and you're the. Chief of police, you guys have worked together before.
2: What color are his eyes?
3: Give me a lore roll. I got a four. You did get a four. Nice. Okay, so in this moment, you're looking at him in his eyes, and something about them seems a little off to you. So you try and search in your brain to see all of the times that you come into contact with Carlisle Cullen to, to try and remember what color his eyes are. And it seems like, yeah, it seems like blue makes sense to you. But you don't maybe necessarily remember them always being blue. Maybe sometimes they're a little darker. Maybe sometimes they're a little lighter.
2: You get new contacts, Doc?
3: What? Oh, my eyes. No, uh, you know, sometimes they change color based on my mood and Charlie, we don't have much time. I, I really need you to step out for just a little bit. I, I promise I will take very good care of her.
2: All right. I'm going to split the difference here and, uh, rearm myself with a shotgun and step outside.
3: Um while you are outside, do you go all the way out of the building or just into the other no, room?
2: I'm gonna stay as close as I think I'm allowed to.
3: Okay. So you go um you go out of the room, you go you're not even in the adjacent room, but you are in like the main like lobby area. And um now you're just playing the waiting game.
2: What'd I roll for that? <laughs> How, how do I play the waiting game? One, a D100
0: and then wait that many moments. Cool. Let's, let's do it. Uh,
2: 16. 16, 16 minutes right oh, moments. Oh, not bad oh, at all. That's actually not that's bad, that's bad at, all. at all. Yeah. All right. Hmm. Well, I'll be back, right. guys, in 16 minutes. All right.
1: <laughs> okay.
3: Um, so 16 minutes pass, and you start to get a little antsy.
1: Um, and while you
3: are getting a little antsy after waiting your 16 whole minutes... You hear some footsteps coming from the back room, and Carlisle comes around and he looks at you with very pained eyes. Charlie. I'm. I'm so sorry. I. Come back into the room, please. Oh, okay. So you go back into the room. Uh, you got your shotgun. Madge looks like she is sleeping. Um, you still see her chest rising and falling, but uh, and every so often, every so often, she um, she she shivers a little bit. It seems like her her lungs quiver. You know, like you do after you've been crying for a long time and you finally stop. But um, it seems like she's resting finally there's really nothing else in this room so Carlisle just has a seat on the floor beside her and he pats on the ground in front of him
2: yeah yeah I I've always I, I, I sit crisscross applesauce
3: crisscross applesauce all right he's doing the same in front of you he reaches out a hand clearly beckoning for yours
2: uh sure I uh, palm up I give it to him like palm up
3: all right. He puts I, his hand. I don't hand, know what
2: we're. I don't know what's going on.
3: He puts his hand on top of yours. He holds your hand in in between both of his hands. Um, you notice that he is also ice cold.
2: Whoa. You uh, boy, you you guys you must have circulatory problems in your family.
3: Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's that's what it is. Charlie, we have to have a talk.
2: Okay. Okay. I mean. Knock. You're talking like you got bad news, but she looks okay. It looks like you got her stabilized.
3: He slowly looks over at Madge, and lo- he looks back up into Charlie's eyes, and he says, "Yeah, yeah, Charlie. She's she's gonna be just fine. She's she's stable. You're right. Um, there's there's nothing to worry about." And he seems to still be very pained, but he—it seems like he's putting on a brave face for you.
2: Okay. Well, um, I mean, as long as I got Madge in my life, I, you know, I mean, is she gonna have some like, uh, like maybe vision loss, or is she gonna not be able to talk or something? I, I mean, as long as I got Madge around, I think we can get past anything. And she's strong; she'll be able to. She'll pull through it.
3: Yeah. Oh, she is strong, Charlie. You're right about that. But, and he pauses for a second and and kind of takes a moment to think about what he's about to say. You know what, Charlie? I think that Madge is going to recover, but she might need to go to a, a specialist for a little while. She might need to go to a specialist.
2: Well, sure. I I trust your medical opinion, of course.
3: Alright, he nods slowly and then says, Will you will you help me carry her out? Let's get her let's get her to the hospital.
2: Sure, of course, of course, of course.
3: Alright. So um, you guys bend down. She she w- she whimpers ever so slightly when you guys pick okay. her up, it's but okay. she seems okay. okay. So you guys carry her out to the vehicles. Carlisle um, opens his back seat, and, and you guys gingerly put her laying down in the back seat. Oh, you're so, he... so
2: strong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, uh,
3: he, he chuckles a little bit. Yeah, I I work out. You know it's it's important to keep it's important to keep your heart healthy. Uh, you know, with my bad circulation problems, and um, so he uh, he fastens her in and shuts the door, and he puts his. His hand very firmly on your shoulder and looks you in the eyes, Charlie. And he says, don't worry about her. She's going to be a-okay. I'll make sure of it.
2: Um. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um. What, wait, are you not... I was kind of hoping I could go with you. Are you... Now you're kind of acting like I can't.
3: You know what? I... I think that my daughter's really worried about us, and um, your son is probably also very worried. It would be best if you got back to the kids, and then you can bring them to come visit. I'm sure Madge would love to see everyone.
2: All right. All right. Okay. I'll, uh, y- you make a good point. All right. Be careful out there.
3: Oh, you too. You too, Carlisle. Uh, I mean, uh, Charlie, whoever you are. <laughs> I know what my right? name is.
2: <laughs> you, I wish I was you. What's his name? <laughs> you. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do that.
3: Okay. All right. Good deal. Uh, he goes to get into his car, and then he stops, and he looks back at you. Ah, oh, what the hell, Charlie? Get in the car. Yeah, and he he he's he's he walks around quickly and and opens the door for you. <laughs> yeah, like a gentleman,
2: I, I get in excitedly like we are I, going on a road
3: trip I, together, I am,
2: and then I <laughs>
0: I imagine that Charlie's just kind of sitting there pouting like a sad dog. <laughs> and he's like, "Come on, boy, get in the car," and he's like, "Yeah, well."
1: Why would Edward leave this at the coffee shop with Jacob?
0: That is a good question.
1: You think he's close by, Edward? That is.
0: I mean, you all keep saying he's after me. All these signs, the the note, the baseball—they all point that he wants he wants me back.
1: Maybe I should do a perimeter check. All right. Will you be okay in the house? Yeah, for I've got like my baseball seconds? bat and my. You got your face. I got
0: my chest protector and my two scarves.
1: Okay. (laughs) I would like to do a perimeter check and do a notice.
3: All right. Go ahead and roll me a notice.
1: I got a zero plus one, so I got a
3: one. One. All right. As soon as you go outside, you notice Um, there is a new car in the driveway. It is a oh god I'm I'm out of cars y'all give me a car.
0: It is a 19 Toyota oh, Corolla. 67.
1: Okay. Depends on who's driving it.
0: Uh
2: Chevy Impala.
3: How about a 2003 Corolla?
2: How about a 1997 Thunderbird, which is not a cool Thunderbird. It's a stu- it's a stupid-looking Thunderbird. <laughs> I had one. A
3: 1997 Thunderbird is in the driveway. Estella and there's nobody in the car.
1: Whose car is this? Hmm. Get back to Bradley. Bradley, do you know whose car that is out in your driveway?
0: Whose car? And
2: I go to look. 1997
3: Fireball. Thunderbird. Thunderbird.
2: Fireball. Fireball. <laughs> fireball. Fireball.
1: That's a car, right? <laughs> I don't think Jesus. so. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> Thunderbird. <laughs> it's that,
2: that's another Grand Theft Auto car.
3: <laughs>
2: now Firebird oh, is, but
3: oh yeah, Firebird. I don't just In a Thunderball
2: <laughs> Thunder Thunder. is a is a is a James Bond movie. That's right, but otherwise no.
3: Thunderbird. There's a 1997 Thunderbird in the in the driveway.
0: I do not know whose car that is.
3: Y'all give me a lore.
0: I'm gonna give you a lore. My Allure is A1. Ooh,
1: I have a four. Damn, Boys. Estella.
3: Damn. All right, so, Estella, I want you to really look at this car and then kind of sniff the air a little bit. <laughs> Smells like coffee. God you damn saw it, it's that Jacob. car at the coffee shop this morning when you guys were there.
1: Definitely Jacob's car. So current current
2: theory is that Jacob is a vampire hunter like Vampire Hunter D.
1: Bradley, it's Jacob. Where did you run him off to? You made him cry. Where did he go?
2: Well, he he,
0: he left. He left his car here. You don't think? You don't think Finch got him? I go out and check check the car.
1: You
3: pull on the handle. The doors are locked. You peek inside. I mean, you don't really see anything out of the ordinary in there. A couple things of fast food trash, and like looks like some textbooks in the back. But other than that, you don't really see anything.
2: That was me in college. That's yeah, that's right. you right now. Fast fast food trash.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> also, also that is also when I drew the 1997 Thunderbird. Box.
1: We're left to the plate it's where place. The oh, 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 oh. Carlisle
3: seems to be in pretty good spirits, but he seems a little distracted at the same time. but he's trying to make good conversation with you. Uh, I'm sure your vehicle, um, the Volvo, I- I'm sure it'll be just fine in that parking lot. The place has been closed down for forever. There's no way they're gonna tow it, right?
2: I am not super worried about that right now. Also, I can kind of just drive a police cruiser wherever I want.
3: Right, that's true. You were in the cruiser?
2: No, 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 no. I'm saying, if if someone towed my car,
3: I have a police cruiser. Right. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Probably not supposed to do that, but (laughs) it's a small town.
3: (laughs) He chuckles a little bit. So how have things been i i heard about obviously of course what happened this morning uh with with janet winslow and the kids are there and what's been going on are you okay charlie
2: uh, i don't have much i can tell you that you know corny ain't you know, already put on the whole on the front page um they got your cell phone number too right
3: <laughs> yeah that crazy kid
2: Uh, I don't know. I, I just, I mean, I'm just not looking to catch the guy this time, Carlisle.
3: He, he nods very slowly as if he knows exactly what you're talking about. What I mean is, Charlie, I know that this is a lot of stress to put on a person. All of the things that have been happening to you recently... Are you okay?
2: He goes, No, but I will be
3: Um, Charlie, give me a notice roll
2: Uh, I got a three
3: Three, alright Charlie, you notice that You're not going the normal way to the hospital Definitely not the fastest way
2: Hey, uh, uh I don't mean to I'm like, I'm sure you know, like Where the hospital is But it kind of seems like we're taking a roundabout way or kind of not the like right direction at all. What's going on here?
3: Charlie, I I told you she's going to need to see a specialist. Uh-huh. But I'm not being completely honest with you. And I'm sorry for that. The fact is it's a very difficult conversation. I <sighs> I tried everything that I could, Charlie, but She's just not going to be the same. And. We need to get her to my house. I'll explain everything later. Just. Just don't worry about it, okay?
2: Uh, yeah, uh, well, I mean, I'm going to worry about it, but I'm. As long as I can be there, I think I'm. I think I'm good. Oh my god. Your kids are handcuffed to a radiator at my house.
3: I'm sorry, what? Jesus! <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> what?
2: They were gonna come with me, um, uh, and, and I didn't want them to do it, and they were just insistent. And it was to keep them safe. I didn't want them tangling up with with Finch, and oh boy. Okay. Oh
3: my gosh! While you are talking, Carlyle lets out the most good-natured belly laugh that you have ever heard. <laughs> you handcuffed estella and bradley to a radiator to keep them safe charlie that is the most adorable thing i've ever heard
2: all right i guess it
3: i'm sorry that doesn't
2: super make sense Uh,
3: (laughs) no i you know what i'm sure they'll be just fine um estella's estella is really good at Picking locks, like, that's one of her things. I don't know. She was kind of a weird kid, but I'm sure I'm sure they'll be totally <laughs> Whoa. fine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Whoa. <laughs> you can, yeah. A yeah.
3: taken. She's, um,
2: <laughs> she's all right, though. I, uh, sorry if I was ever, um, too hard on her. Um, oh, no. Putting her in the drunk tank all those times. That, that was, uh, I hope you're not mad at me.
3: Carlisle smiles. I'm not mad at you. I completely understand. You were doing what you thought was right, and sometimes we let our emotions get the best of us. I get that.
2: They do think you're on the way to uncuff them, though.
3: All right, so he reaches up to his his dashboard display system, and he pushes the phone call button, and he pushes Estella's name.
2: Oh, fancy. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah it's a john cooper
1: works <laughs>
2: <laughs> sounds like a terrible i have car. no idea what that is by the way i have no <laughs> idea what that is i've never it it also sounds like a made-up car
1: it's not <laughs> no i googled
3: cooper it it's not
2: works mini let's see john cooper works mini
3: it's a countryman, by the way.
2: <laughs> it's fancy.
3: It is, right? <laughs> Anywho, uh, he uh, he calls Estella on his card system. Carla, what's up? Where are you? Hey, Estella. Um, uh, you know what? I'm on my way home. Actually, I've got Charlie here. Say hi, Charlie.
2: Hey, uh, hi, Estella.
3: You're on speaker, so- just so you know. Um, Sorry, I Charlie- handcuffed you. charlie madge and i are going to the house we've got a little bit of a situation madge got hurt at the fish the shrimp shack (laughs) the fish place and um i just need to make sure that she is going to be okay until a specialist can see her It looks like she has a neck wound. So, anyway, um, Charlie insisted that he stay by her side, and um, there was nothing I could do, Estella. There was nothing I could do. It was too late. But listen, I need you guys to stay safe, okay? We, We didn't catch Edward. We don't know where he is. What? This, this coffee shop kid named Jacob, he's
1: he was here. He dropped off a box that was addressed to Bradley and it had an old baseball in it. It had his initials on on, on it. Um and, and yeah, his car is here but he's
3: not he's I don't know. I think Edward has him. Okay, Estella, this is very serious. We we've done this before. It's going to be even easier next time, but Estella, you have to keep Bradley safe. I have to, I have to take care of Madge right now. Okay. Yeah, I can can do that. I can do that. If you can get him, if you can get him over here, that would be great, but we can't let someone else die either. Keep an ear out for the, for the coffee shop kid. Okay. Okay. I trust you. I believe in you. You can do this. Okay. I can. Yes. Yes. Okay. I love you, sweetheart. Okay. All right. Uh, bye. bye. And he hangs up.
2: Mm-hmm. She didn't say I love you back.
3: She sure did not.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: All right. Estella and Bradley. She wasn't ready. Which is fine. He understands. Carlisle's not going to push it. Estella and Bradley. Estella, you just got off the phone with Carlisle. Bradley, um, yeah. are you interested in the phone conversation? Very.
0: What uh, the? Uh, who's that?
1: That was Carlisle. And
0: are they okay? Is Was it? Is my dad?
1: Your dad's fine. Um, they have Madge. My dad said that Madge is injured, and they're going to our house so that he can treat her. Um. Uh, y- yeah. I. I think we should go to my house. Is my car here? Did I? No, no I drove. I did not. No.
0: The pacemaker.
1: The pacemaker. Can? <laughs> um, I don't think the pacemaker can get us there quick enough. GM, can I run us there? <laughs> can you ever. <laughs> You'll have to give me a physique for that.
2: Also, Also, describe what the special effect looks like. <laughs>
1: Okay, well, Estella as beautiful as she is and tiny. Um if this role is okay, which we will find out, Bradley's just going to like kind of hop on her back and we're going to go.
2: Like like Yoda and Luke um, Skywalker. Basically. I've always wanted to be. Yoda. Does it but does it, like, does it look like does it look like you're walking but you're walking very fast?
1: Yes. Is this is this a physique role? Yeah, physique. So you okay, get a plus two. Okay, so I have a plus two. Yeah, plus two. All
3: right. Okay, so um, Estella explains the whole dealio to Bradley. Bradley, you cool with just hopping on her back and riding to her house?
0: I guess you're s- strong and fast. Um,
1: does he still have all his gear on? He does. I do. I assume have yeah.
0: have not will not There's take no that off.
3: Alright, you hoist him on up there, you go to open the door to the house, and there stands a large man, grinning from ear to ear. Well, hey guys. And he's got a little twinkle in his eye and he says, May I come
1: in? There's nothing else to do.
2: Hey, everybody welcome to the ad break hey
1: okay. there's actually yeah.
2: there's actually no ads it's just
0: a regular break
1: oh it's just a break
0: yeah, yeah. Well, break off my arm and
2: wave it <laughs> at the crowd <laughs> wowzers <laughs> okay um, um, uh-huh. yeah. I am I'm, uh, uh, I'm gonna start by thanking um the wolves of Chernobyl. Thank you, Wolves Yay, of Chernobyl. Thank
1: you, Wolves yeah. of They're Chernobyl. a
2: really cool band. They're a really cool they band. Are. They should be more famous. It's kind of
3: hey, God, honestly,
0: yeah Jesus. Hearing their weird, music, right? I'm
3: like, how are they not super duper famous?
2: Here we go hey, like, hey Ben. Yeah. What's up?
0: Can you tell me about what kind of music the Wolves are true? Well,
2: I, <laughs> this time I was actually not going to get into that because last time we decided it was really silly to describe them as a as a bluegrass you, fan with a rock You have it written down in the notes. post I uh. forgot to take it out. Post-apocalyptic rock tilt um it's kind of hard to describe them otherwise, but you have been listening to their music. Uh it's very yes, good.
3: It um,
2: is. Um best way to I like it. P- please support them by buying. Did you just say you don't like it? I said I like them. Oh okay.
3: <laughs>
2: Jeez, they're on they're they're on Spotify, but people on Spotify don't get any money. Uh, everyone that's on Spotify will tell you Spotify's a racket. Um, probably shouldn't be too mean for but to them though, because like a third of our listenership is listening to it on Spotify. But uh, <laughs> the Yikes. best way, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but the best way the best way to support them is to buy their album Eschatology. Um, I think they're on Bandcamp. I think that's how I bought it. So. Uh, i think you can get physical releases but i don't quite know how i think if you
3: let's get physical
1: physical.
2: um also on that note um having them for this series has been like pretty cool uh and so i'd like to try to keep doing this for future series um so if Mm -hmm. you know of a like a like an indie band like this that would like work with us in the same way that will the general is which means basically just give us permission to use their music as a like soundtrack in a series um, please uh, reach out to us. Uh, please tell us. Use yes. the hand that he chopped off. I thought I chopped it <laughs> off. <laughs> I thought I just broke it. Well, yeah, you know, you
3: these things both. happen. All right. Moving on. Uh, we want to thank some people for talking about us on our Facebook page, our Twitter, and our Instagram. More specifically, Franz Sweeney. Franz is my best friend in the world, and I'm so sorry, Franz, for mispronouncing your name uh, the last time I did this break. (laughs) Please forgive me. Uh, Franz Sweeney is of the Land Above podcast, and Kim from Chaotic Goodness podcast. Kim is also my best friend in the world, and I love them both so much. And they're both part of the NerdSmith Network, which is awesome and it has lots of really great podcasts and streams on it
0: i would like to thank jason danger of the incredible daring podcast An incredibly daring podcast
2: you're incredibly daring okay thank you. that's very nice <laughs>
3: that was incredibly um, daring of you to say that <laughs> uh
2: thank you to nico uh who is uh at cassander mark on twitter cassander. I I Ca- cassander 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 mark on twitter um uh, they're on the Hostile Takeover podcast.
3: Uh, from Afar podcast? We love them.
2: Oh, thank you to Kent Blue of the Role to Play podcast. I actually sometimes uh, listen to roll to Play if I want to know about um, an RPG system. They do a lot like us. They do, uh, like, short series, and they use a different game for each series. So it's really good. I also want to thank the
0: Dungeons Deep RPGs
2: podcast.
3: Mm-hmm. They're super cool they as well. Oh, and thank you so much to our friends and family for being so supportive. We love you all so much. Thank you.
0: They really drive us forward.
3: God. When we're feeling
2: down in blue. <laughs> is that a reference to something? I don't, no, no, it is not. Okay. <laughs> it's me talking.
3: It's right. a reference to Alex's heart and his feelings and his soul. These are my
2: innermost thoughts. Um, If you talk us up on Twitter, uh, Facebook, or Instagram, you get a shout out too, just like we did with all those people um you can also reach us by emailing us at friends at roleplayretcon.com um please email us if you want would like to purchase some space for us to do a sponsor message during this break uh we can talk about that there um also that's where you can send uh you can send your ideas for roleplay rehash to any of those places
3: yes start sending those ideas for roleplay rehash we love those
2: it's gonna be a and... fun one um, yeah. the next episode will be the finale right
3: yes it will um be excited for that it's gonna so, come out in two weeks
2: yep that'll be on november yeah. 13th um and oh, then so after close. after that we'll record a week about a week after that we'll record play uh rehash and we'll remind you then to like we'll say like hey last chance get your get your rehashes in um
3: Extra extra. No, that's,
2: not... that's nothing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of the peanuts, like get your peanuts here, and then extra extra came out. I apologize. Please cut off.
2: <laughs> nope. It's all going in. Yeah, Go I don't know why you think I can what kind of wizard at editing you think I am. Um that's all I got.
3: <laughs> all right. So I got one more thing. Okay. It, what is
2: it?
0: How how y'all uh feeling about that new Star Wars coming out? Okay, huh? well
2: Back
3: to stoked, the episode, Ben. <laughs> so stoked! But yes, back to, to the episode. Much. Thank you all. Enjoy.
2: Hey, it's Ben. We actually forgot to talk about something really important. Uh, you might remember a while back we talked about that we were going to partner with the NerdSmith Network with, with their annual um, Nerd's Giving charity. Um, well, that starts in a couple of days on Friday, November first. Uh, it's a fundraiser that supports. Uh, an organization called Heifer International. Uh, They're a charity organization working to end hunger and poverty around the world by by providing livestock and training to struggling communities. Uh, Every day of the fundraiser, uh, NerdSmith is going to be giving away prizes to people who donated that day. And also all their shows are making uh, some content that's just for the donors as a thank you. They also have a schedule of Uh, live streams for one-shots of uh, RPGs. Um, We're friends with a lot of uh, NerdSmith creators. Uh, They're friends of the show, Um, particularly uh, Franz Sweeney, I know, is running a couple of those streams. Um, So uh, here in a couple of days and through November 15th, when the fundraiser ends, we'll make sure to keep you in the loop um, on our Twitter and our other social media. And also you can check out the NerdSmith uh, website and their social media, Um, to get all the details for that. Um, we will also be, uh, sending out a unique donation link just for, uh, Roleplay recon. Um, it's not, it's not a contest, you know? It's not a contest, it's for a good cause, but, like, our unique donation link will sort of be stacked up against the rest of the unique donation links at the end of this, and, like, it would be pretty funny if we won, so just, just keep that in mind as you make your charitable donations well that's all for that uh like i said uh november 1st through the 15th is when that uh fundraiser will run so please don't let that slip you by
3: To see you both here. And then he, ever so casually, shuts the door behind him and walks in. Oh, looks like I didn't need to be invited in after all.
2: It's about time some ass kicking happened in this series.
3: I know, right? We have not had nearly enough ass kicking. We've been focusing so much on our current issue of love and relationships are hard, not a whole lot on our impending issues. Vampires are real. Do I
1: need to roll initiative?
3: <laughs> no initiative needed for this system,
0: am I s- still on Estella's back at this point?
1: you sure are you sure are on Estella's back at this point
0: perhaps I should get get down.
1: No, I'm not letting you down.
0: I mean it's you'll dangerous. never let me down Estella, but let let me down Aww.
3: <laughs> look this is the cutest thing I have ever seen. And boy, am I so happy to see you two are hitting it off great. What, the one who got away and the one who helped him. (sighs) This could not have worked out any better if I had planned it myself. Did you? What? Did you plan it yourself? (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. So at this point, Edward is going to... Put his hand on Estella's shoulder very quickly, uh, almost imperceptibly.
1: Oh, no, uh, uh, no. Uh, lightly,
3: though, not in a, in a forceful way. Can I
1: really quickly shove it off? Sh- I'm sorry, not sh- shove it, but shrug it off.
3: Uh, You can certainly try, but while this is going on he is going to try to He is going to use provoke against you and in doing uh, using provoke in um, Fate core It kind of works like a mental attack So he is going to try to hypnotize you and put you to sleep
1: So Uh he
3: is going to roll for Provoke, and Estella, I want you to roll for
1: Will.
2: Why can't Will roll for himself?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I have a plus two in Will, so I have a three, a positive three. Yeah. Well, he has a plus four in Provoke. Shit. So he is going
3: to overcome your Will. So, um, Haley, Estella is going to take one point in... Uh, mental stress. I'm going to go ahead and put that on your character sheet for you. And you're also going to start falling asleep. You're losing consciousness at this point. You're Vampires not totally don't out sleep. Yet. What's going on? Ah! Yeah, Just but kidding. this is a mind attack.
2: Oh, so is this a, uh, is this Edward's like vampire superpower?
3: Edward. It is indeed Edward's vampire superpower. So uh, Edward has the power of hypnosis, which is a classic vampire power. Um, so you may have noticed that all of his victims look like they just kind of laid down and went to sleep. So that's part of his hypnosis abilities.
2: Oh. Okay, okay, Out. Al- Alex and I had some like wild theories over the past couple of weeks about um, <laughs> <laughs> what we thought Edward's uh power was. Uh maybe we'll talk about that in rehash. I don't I shouldn't get into that now. <laughs> yeah, let's 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 say okay. let's say was that not one. that. I did not actually get that. So that was cool.
0: So is is Estella kinda kinda drooping?
3: She's drooping a little bit. I she's not drooping. like out yet. She's she's got she's pretty strong, um, and she has a lot of uh protectoral stuff over you and empathy and whatnot. But really? yeah, she's she's drooping and well, you're on her back.
0: I definitely wanna get down and kind of study her.
3: Okay. Yeah. You get down and try and study her. Edward laughs good naturedly.
2: Like Santa Claus.
3: This is so cute. I um I actually I had no idea this was going to uh to happen so well i sent quite a few people for you bradley um one of which was that cute little boy who works at the coffee shop but you clearly didn't care about him because when i saw him running off crying i (laughs) i knew i was gonna have to change tactics there but um (laughs) good job with that by the way very cold of you
1: i'm impressed
0: i don't want to even say anything i just want to swing my baseball bat at his head fight all right so which got, baseball bat Whoa, nice i, I got a, a fight of plus two but with a fighting with a baseball bat i get a plus one to that so it's plus three
3: nice edward got a zero so you clock him right upside the head with your baseball bat takes him off guard he was not expecting that at all he's gonna take a, a physical stress for that one and then he uh, he laughs. <laughs> oh, you got a little spunk in you there, Bradley. Oh, I love to see this. I love a good fight. <laughs> You're pretty all right without your protector to help you, huh? I don't
0: know about that. But I know I don't like you, man.
3: All right. And um, Edward is going to haul off and punch you right square in the face or try. No! Yeah, he got you real good with that one. He did, he did Uh, a bit. You're you're also going to take a point. When can I use my stunt? All right, Estella, your stunt is Bradley's protector, so you would like to use that now. So once per session, Estella can react quickly to protect Bradley from danger. This gives you a plus two for physique. Awesome. So um, I'm going to say that... Um, Bradley just got punched right square in the face, knocked him down on his rump, and you are going to quickly react to protect him from any kind of additional danger. Now, I'm not going to give you a plus two for this, since, uh, you are mentally mentally sleepy. Yeah, mentally strained. So I'll give you a plus one to it, though. So go ahead and roll for Physique. See if you can overpower him. So for Physique, you have a plus two, so that's a plus two. And then you have an additional plus one with your stunt. Um, okay, so you, um, what would you like to do? Would you like to explain to us what you do?
1: Well, I can't attack. I can just kind of... Uh, Try and grapple him? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just kind of like jump over... In front of Bradley and in front of Edward and Mm -hmm. throw him to the floor. Okay,
3: awesome. So Estella is starting to get tunnel vision. Everything's going really dark, but in her uh, weakened mental state as she is falling asleep, she sees this vampire haul off and punch bradley in the face and that kind of jolts her a little bit she regains a little bit of strength from that so she leaps in between them and tries to throw him to the floor let's roll for edward all Mm. right edward has a plus two to physique so he has a three what did you say you had a three plus three Mm -hmm. a three also okay so um you guys are pretty evenly matched at this point um, it kind of takes Edward off guard a little bit. He was expecting you to be asleep at this point. You're a little bit stronger than he gave you credit for. So you guys are kind of locked in a grapple at this point.
0: Can I... Oh.
3: <laughs> yes, go ahead.
0: <laughs> Can I say Haley should invoke one of her aspects to maybe re-roll?
3: Mm-hmm. Sure.
0: Willing to turn on other vampires?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Haley, you want to do that? Yeah, I could do that. Do. Ooh, now I got a two. Damn straight.
3: Right, I'm going to take one of your fate points. All right, so you re-rolled um, because you are willing to turn on other vampires, especially when one of them is out for your boy. You rolled a two Boing. this time. That brings you up to a five. So you totally, you like, grabble him to the ground uh, in his once cocky...
1: Yeah. demeanor
3: I've is now left see? with <laughs> yeah. nice nice he is now uh visibly
1: frustrated and upset so with the with the grappling i can't uh, uh do damage but what exactly does the grappling do just just uh kind of deter him
3: yeah so right now you guys are Um, you've got kind of an advantage over him. Um, you're kind of holding him in place. Um, you're, you're kind of pinning him down a little bit. So he cannot act really, uh, physically until he...
1: Okay, gotcha. Until he gets ungrappled, basically. So at this moment, I'm going to look at Bradley and say, Bradley, get out of here. Run while I have him down. Just, just get out of here.
0: I can't just leave you here with him. You
1: have to, you have to leave.
0: I... I can't.
1: You have to go.
0: I'm not leaving you, Estella.
1: I can't I can't hold him down much longer. You have to go.
0: Well, maybe I can finish him off, and I want to swing my baseball bat at him.
1: All right. Go ahead. Roll me a fight.
0: I'm going to do that thing when I find do, do, the do, button. Do, 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 do. That is a five.
3: <laughs> Sweet. All right. Well, he got a too. So yeah, absolutely. He is um, frustratedly grappling with this vampire who he thought he had knocked out at this point. Really, she should be on the ground unconscious, but whatever. And um, you haul over (laughs) and whack him with your baseball bat. Now, is this the wooden one or the metal one?
0: I'm gonna say this is the wooden one.
1: Oh my god, is it gonna break? (laughs) You get him
3: right real good. You get him over the back of the shoulders and he is a, a very sturdy vampire and you rolled so well. You crack that thing over ah! his shoulders and yeah, it breaks right in half. Shatters even a little bit. My lucky Handles bat still intact though. Sorry, I know. Son he takes bench. another hit of physical stress and lets out a yelp. Yelp. A yelp, not a scream. All right, he is going to try to. Um, since he is touching Estella, he's going to try and provoke her again. He's going to try and do another mental attack against her. Um, so, Estella, you'll roll. Will
1: I have a? <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. A positive three.
3: All right, he has a positive four. So it's four against four. So you guys are pretty equally matched again. Um, you do not take any hits of uh, mental stress at this point. Um, you guys are at a physical and mental battle right now where you guys are equally matched. And Bradley is just wailing on him <laughs> with his baseball bat. And with all
1: i said and all I've done, we
3: So Carlisle is using all of his charm and charisma and beauty to try and put you as much at ease as possible. Carlisle is very empathetic, so he's doing a great job.
2: Does he Does he have like a, like one of those like, it looks like a Snapchat filter where he's got like little pink clouds and like sparkles around him
3: whenever I look at him? Yes, yeah. 100% yes. You look at him and you see the cutest of cute Snapchat filters. So you guys are having a lovely conversation. What are you guys talking about?
2: I I don't I know okay. First of all, I don't like this thing that's happening where like I'm having a nice conversation with Carlisle while like Madge is in very rough shape in the back seat.
3: She's having an she's having a some peaceful sleep right now. You feel pretty good. Okay, about, she's asleep? Okay. Yes, she's asleep. So Carlisle has assured you that everything is going to be okay. Uh, if you'll remember back to the last episode, you totally believe him, and he, um, you know, he says that he's gonna like take you guys to his house and make sure that everything's fine. So you are not in any kind of distress at this point. You totally trust Carlisle. Madge is not screaming anymore. She's she's resting peacefully. Her um her chest is is expanding uh with gentle breaths. She doesn't seem to be in any kind of distress either. Does that put you at ease? It does
2: it does. Uh but now I'm turning to my other worry where I say, I'm I'm a little worried about the kids. Well, I guess they're not really kids, but you know, our kids.
3: Carlyle takes just a, a, a small second of hesitation and then he says I think that's a a fair, that's a fair worry. I know that you love Bradley very much, and honestly, Estella is my whole world. I live for her. But, you know, you left them. They were pretty safe when you left them, right?
2: (laughs) Maybe a little too safe.
3: Oh, (laughs) I see what you mean, he says, and he playfully uh, touches you on the arm.
2: Man, you live uh Oh, uh I noticed that, Senpai. Um <laughs> Uh the the hairs on my arm bristle, uh but yeah. In a, in a, yeah. Um not bristle, they stand up in excitement. Um
1: mm.
2: I'm bad at this. Uh <laughs> I I I go like, "Man, you live uh you live kind of far outside of town, huh?"
3: Yeah, so you guys are um, in a country road right now, winding through the woods, um, and he says, "Oh, ha- I'm so sorry. Have I never invited you over to my house? How rude of me." We're actually almost there, and as he says that, you see that he he turns into a driveway, and um, it's a gated driveway. There's a gate which opens when he um, nears it. He doesn't have to push a button or anything. It just his car automatically has a sensor that opens it and um you guys start winding down this this driveway and then you take a curve and you can see this really gorgeous house it is um Haley, will you describe your house for us please
1: yeah the house is uh quite large even though it's only two individuals two vampires living in it yeah <laughs> why not have a large house i mean he's a doctor um, we have about six cars, uh four-car garage, so there's two out all the time. Ooh, nice. Um, I'm sorry, what is Carlisle driving again?
3: Carlisle is driving a 2019 John Cooper Works okay. uh, Mini Countryman. Oh, uh,
1: yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, yes. Well, uh, one of the spaces is safe for that, of course, in the garage. Nice. Um, <laughs> I will say that the house is... Um, Kind of looks like a a cabin with Ooh. with with a bunch of windows, not not necessarily glass walls, just a mm-hmm. cabin, very large cabin with a lot of windows. A lot of natural light could come in.
3: Nice, nice. So you guys really like the natural light. You also like being able to kind of feel like you're a part of nature, even when you are. Um, happily and safely nestled in your home. It's very Hmm. homey.
2: You like the natural light, huh? Hmm. 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 Hmm.
3: So you guys approach this beautiful cabin in the woods. (laughs) Ha! With all of the nice natural light coming in through the very large windows. (laughs) (laughs) And um, Carlisle ever so slightly peeks over at you to gauge your reaction to it
2: i i know i should be impressed but i i think that while he is impressed with carlisle um big houses are not a thing that matter to charlie uh he doesn't he doesn't seem to be a person that i mean he drives a volvo from the 90s he's not really impressed by the finer things in life Probably eats a lot of pork and beans, you know.
3: <laughs> yeah, over at the forks and beans. <laughs>
2: yeah, at the forks and beans. Just open a can for me, Shirley. And, and some hash, please.
3: All right, so um, <laughs> Carlisle, um, while he's peeking over at you very uh, stealthily, <sighs> does not see any kind of joy or wonder in your eyes and... Kind of the corners of his mouth dip down ever so slightly. And, um, oh no,
2: oh no, reload, reload, reload the safe, reload the safe.
3: No, 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 sorry. No, it's too late. You already did this. Too late. It's too late. You weren't impressed by his house now. He's disappointed. I'm not
2: going to get the good ending now.
3: <laughs> he kicks you, in, no, he doesn't. I <laughs> gotta okay,
2: replay this whole thing.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, so he uh, he pulls up to the the driveway. Uh, one of the garage doors open, and he says, "I I'm sorry. I know it's a little flashy, I guess, um, but it was it was you know it was really the only it was the only house out here, and and we really like our privacy. You understand? Yeah,
0: sure. No, it's nice." And I just um, had all this money laying
1: around. I just, <laughs> just wanted... You
3: know, I did. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's... <sighs> it, anyway, so he opens the garage. He pulls in. The garage door shuts behind him. And then he, um, he glances into the back seat. And he says, I'm glad that she's still resting peacefully. I have a room in here dedicated specifically to my work, um, if you wouldn't mind, uh, opening some, some doors and, and helping me get her in.
2: Oh, yeah, no problem, no problem, uh, and I do that.
3: All right, he hoists her up, he, um, he gives you a little direction, and, and you guys take her into one of the back rooms. When you are entering the house, you see that it is... It's it's fairly modest on the inside. Um, it doesn't look like he has um, a lot of very flashy decorations or anything. He's really keeping with the cabin and nature aesthetic. Um, it's very warm and welcoming.
2: Charlie does like that. They have the interior. Ooh.
3: All right, so you are looking around at the wood paneled, walls and the lovely fireplace um and the uh the nice rustic furniture and and you you you're visibly you're visibly impressed by that i feel like
2: i feel like you might have built this a little bit for ben so that ben would be impressed so that i would transfer that to my character
3: (laughs) what are you talking about (laughs) i don't know ben at all (laughs) All right, so um, you guys go into one of the the back rooms, and it does look like it is uh, furnished for taking care of of patients. There's a a nice bed in the center of the room with clean white linens on it that he places Madge down on. And um, there are some comfortable chairs around the the bed, and he gestures toward one of them for you to have a seat.
2: I do. I do that thing.
3: All right. So you have a seat and, um, he looks at her and then he looks at you and smiles and he says, you know what? Your friend Madge is, is very lucky to have someone who cares so much about her as you to, to come all the way out here and and stay by her side.
2: Oh, well, thanks. But, uh, Madge, Madge is pretty easy to love. Whoa. I'm sure she
3: is, he says, and he smiles a little bit at that. Um,
2: Somebody said you... the L word. <laughs> well, she can't hear him, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness for that. But I would like Carla to know that I have the capacity to love deeply.
3: <laughs> oh, all right.
2: Nothing is to matter oh. right now.
3: <laughs> Nothing should matter right now. I love it. Alright, so, um, he looks at you and says, well, um, I can go ahead and, and check on her vitals to make sure that she's okay. She seems to be doing just fine right now. All we really need to do right now is is wait, I think.
2: Well, she seems like she really, uh... Man, you were kind of gloom and doom back at the shack, but kind of seems like she's turned around a little bit.
3: Carlyle does not make eye contact when you say that he just kind of glances at the floor and nods somberly, yeah, absolutely you know she's um she's doing she's doing better than than I expected her to be doing. She's very strong, she's clearly very strong
2: yeah uh yeah that's uh that's Madge well i'm a uh, I'm basically just gonna sit here and do what you tell me to i guess <laughs> anything you want, you know just you just say the word and i'll i'll do it
3: <laughs> he he chuckles a little bit no you're doing great you're doing great charlie how are you holding up by the way
2: i mean i'm the police chief i i sort of used to thriving in a crisis um probably gonna about, about another 18 hours of this though and i'll probably come crashing down yeah <laughs>
3: I, I understand that. Why don't I? Why don't? Do you like coffee?
2: I do love coffee, Carlisle. God, do you like coffee? That's so funny. Like I, we
1: both like I coffee. Love coffee. Well, yeah. How about that. Imagine two people <laughs> <laughs>
2: in
0: Seattle liking coffee.
1: <laughs> That's crazy. <clears throat> how do you ta-
2: how do you take it? How do you take it? How do you take it?
3: Uh, you know, I like to drink my coffee black. Yeah, actually. black, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean people can like nice. what they want,
2: but like, you know, coffee is black. Is you take it black, right?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I, I I really like the natural taste of it, so you know, I don't feel the need to add any kind of fancy stuff. <laughs> um, why don't I go and make us some coffee then? Um and you can stay here and, and keep an eye on Madge and let me know if, if anything changes.
2: All right uh, okie-dokie ah, shit, I can't believe I just said okie-dokie matter you say
1: in the time it took to tell you this I could've told you more with my hands and lips, So much time have we wasted I'm the cold that lingers on through the summer months you sweat it out on bad lips Rope and
0: i want to look at edward enough. and then look at my broken bat and then i will look at edward
3: mm-hmm. and then i want
0: to <laughs> look at estella
1: uh-huh and then i want to be like
0: hey estella What's that thing about vampires and stakes?
1: Um, I, it, I don't think it's it's a real thing. But at this point, just if you're not gonna leave, just just try it. Just do we, it.
2: We like the rare.
0: <laughs> we like the rare. <laughs> the bloodier, the better. Please. I I do try that thing.
3: You do try that thing. All right. Uh, we'll have that be a fight roll.
0: Okay. Now, this is technically a baseball bat. Does that count?
3: It does? Sure. Yeah, I'll let it count. Yeah. It's part of a baseball bat.
0: Oh, that's a big old seven.
3: Oh, oh, oh my! Dang. That's the highest roll of the, are... of the whole campaign, That is, right? wow. that is four that is, yeah. you got, a- Holy crap. Wow. That is like almost as high as you, Bradley, could get. That That's amazing. All right, well, um, Ed. Edward's got a zero, so <laughs> seven definitely beats a zero. So uh, you stab it. Um, uh, Estella is grappling his front. Yeah, so you I... kind of are like, you know what? I think I can get to the heart from from his back. I'm just kind of so guessing. <laughs> yeah. So you you grab your your bat with both hands and you just stab him straight through the back um, to where his heart would be. He lets out a screech. Um, what kind of screech? Would you like me to re~ make a screech? Ee- he does not read. I- 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 <laughs> e- I- I- I-
2: <laughs> it's probably more like it's probably more like 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 right? <laughs> like that? Okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah, <just> like...
1: <hums> <laughs> <laughs> Little, little, little.
0: <laughs> We're gonna have whoa, to put whoa, whoa, a whoa,
1: whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're gonna have to put a warning at the beginning of this <laughs>
2: Sorry, give be, me be, a second
0: Be warned for silly noises that are very loud
1: <laughs> Okay <laughs> wobble 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 wobble. Ow, my heart, it stop. hurts me
3: Oh god <laughs> Um. <laughs> yes, he um. He makes simultaneously all those noises. Makes all of those noises. He does, <laughs> and um. <laughs> As he should. Yes, <laughs> and he um, he takes another point of <laughs> physical. I'm sorry. <sighs> it's a Before serious fight, on, Gen-C. Gen-C. We got this, I'm. So, you're right. It is <laughs> focus super up. Super serious. All right, focusing. All right, um, Edward, make. <laughs> <laughs> Makes all of those noises simultaneously and takes another point in physical stress. Um, it is clear that he can't take many more of these without suffering some pretty good consequences. He lets go of Estella, which also frees her from the physical grappling as well as the mental grappling that he has tried to impose upon her and falls to the ground um, he is going to try and remove this baseball bat from his back by using a physique roll.
0: Good luck with that, Jack.
3: Yeah, he doesn't do it. He uh he tries to reach behind him, but it's in a spot where he <laughs> is having a hard time getting to. So he's got a baseball back through his a baseball bat through his um through his back.
0: He's he's on his he, he's on his knees, right?
3: He is on his knees, yes. And he looks up at you with intense hatred.
0: That's that's for 3-year-old me. Jerk <laughs> pants.
3: He laughs through his teeth. Um <laughs> and he lunges at you. He's Uh-oh. going to roll in athletics. You can also roll in athletics to try and dodge.
0: I got athletics.
3: <laughs> okay. I
0: got athletics. I got
3: a four. Dang, why are you so good at everything, Brad? Because I play baseball. <laughs> yeah, okay. So he lunges at you and um years of baseball trying to dodge <laughs> baseballs. It, it, it all comes back to me. This is my moment. I don't I don't know if that's part of the game, but um it's definitely
0: yeah. not. <laughs> I slid home. That's what I did.
3: <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, sliding. Years of sliding the bases. Oh, yeah, Um, okay.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I guess you do it
3: there. You just kind of scoot out of the way, and Edward falls on his face, (sighs) and this enrages him. Uh, Estella, is there anything you would like to do now that you are feeling a little bit better?
1: Yeah, I'd like to punch him. All right, you (laughs) do. it. You just wail on him. You just, just straight up punch him. Am I am I still like feeling okay? Uh, how, how am I feeling right now?
3: Your your head is still a little bit swimmy, but you are starting to compose yourself.
1: Come back a little bit since he's been hit on Okay, well, yeah, I'd like to kind of wail on him as well. Yeah, fight, fight, fight. Fight, fight, fight. Oh, we, <laughs> we both. <laughs> okay, what is it? Fight. I got a plus three. So that's going to be a positive two for well, me.
3: He also has a plus three, which is a positive two. Oh, for shit. Him. Oh,
1: my God. It's Dragon Ball Z. We're going to punch at the same time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so he, oh, my he gosh. sees you
3: going to punch him, and he just like rears back and throws a punch at you too. Your fists meet. And um, there's some kind of like energy yep. rebound this that happens. Dragon between Ball Z, you two, man, Dragon I know Ball Z style, like and you guys crack. both just like rebound off of each other a little bit. All, all <laughs> now the, you're both on your bottoms.
2: All of Charlie's uh, like souvenir shot glasses are gone now. They just shattered. <laughs>
3: from
1: that. Yes, oh no! Yes, that is what happened. <laughs> so, is Bradley okay? Did did this? Uh, yeah, af- Bradley's fine. This, did this
3: affect him? It did not affect Bradley. He's doing. The sonic waves did not affect Bradley. He's doing okay. Alright, Edward is, um, he is going to take this opportunity to see that he has part of a baseball bat sticking out of his back. And he has now lost his mental and physical hold on the vampire in the room. So he is going to try and escape. So he's going to use his athletics to try and flee the scene. Dang it. Why is he rolling so bad? What is
1: going on, Edward?
0: As as I see he's he's getting to getting get going to run out the door. I want to reach into my bag and pull out a baseball and I want to throw it at him.
3: Uh throwing a baseball would be
0: I assumed it was shooting?
3: Shooting? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, sure. Uh <laughs> roll shooting. Do you have anything in shooting? I've got a
0: plus three in shooting.
3: God damn it.
0: <laughs> Cause I assumed it was throwing and Bradley's a pitcher, so right, you're, you're, um,
1: you're
2: as good as shooting as me, a professional shootsman. Uh that is a
0: just
3: a plus two. Well he also got got a plus two to athletics. So, um, yeah, you like Shoot that baseball at him with your arms, with
0: my gun arms,
3: and with your gun my arms, biceps, yep, your guns. Yep, I just mm-hmm. want
0: to shrug at uh Estelle and be like, it's all I can think of.
3: His eyes dart quickly between the two of you, and um, in his eyes, you can see the calculation going on the the masterful calculation of the predator and he decides that this is a good time to jet before he completely loses so he um very very quickly almost imperceptibly quickly speeds through the door uh and the door slams behind him he is gone no simple
1: choice was ever made On the door what snarls at the leech Omega to the smallest of things Just waiting for the hammer to fall